I am your host, Amy, and I am welcoming you to the Comfort Corner podcast with a big cup of comfort. Coming up on this week's episode, I get to sit down with the lovely face and CEO behind Aoife's occasions. Aoife is an incredible person with such a creative being. She started her career at the age of 19 in hairdressing. From there, her creativity flowed and over two years ago, she made the decision to start her own business, specialising in any event that you need. She was inspired by her own wedding day as she wanted her own little spin and personal touch on her props and decorations. From there, she grew her own business and is thriving more than ever before. Aoife not only sat down and chatted to us about how her story brought her to where she is today, but she also gives you tips and tricks if you want to start your own business or you're a lover of all things crafts. So I am going to give it over to the woman herself to introduce herself to all of you. But firstly, feel free to hit pause, go make yourself a cup of comfort, sit back and get comfy. And when you're ready, come back and join us for the remaining part of this week's podcast episode. So my name is Aoife and I am the Aoife behind Aoife's Occasions. Um, I'm 34 I have a husband and a son who's five. Um, I my background work-wise is I started off as a hairdresser. Um, I started hairdressing when I was 19 and I did that for a good few years. And then I went back to college when I was um, 25 and I did healthcare and then I became a healthcare assistant. Um, I did that for a good number of years and then I had my son. Uh, when I went back to work then after I had my son I just kind of fell back into hairdressing um, and I was doing that mainly because it suited our wise and stuff like that for me um, I never really lost the passion for hairdressing but it wasn't as strong as it was I suppose when I was younger and I had started working um, so I did that then for a while um, and then Aoife's occasions kind of came about because of my own wedding so when I got married, um, kind of as soon as I started planning my wedding, I knew what I wanted for my wedding to be like, what I wanted to be like. I had a vision um, and I found it quite hard to kind of explain it to anybody else, like to kind of get the ideas out there. So I decided that I'd take it on myself and kind of do what I wanted for my own wedding. So um, then I did that, got married um, and then I went back to work and when I was back in work I kind of was just like this is not really what I want to do Um, I really enjoyed doing my own bits for my own wedding so then I kind of thought well, could this be a business or how could I do this or you know how can I keep doing it like so I thought about it for a while and then I just said you know I'll just I'll go for it like so I kind of started it as a side hustle um, and was doing it um, I suppose like and still working as well um and then it just kind of grew and grew um so it started off and I suppose I was kind of mainly based or focused I'd say on weddings um and kind of push weddings more because I kind of felt like that was I suppose what I knew more than anything else like 
But then in the last year, then I started to really focus on parties as well. So we do weddings and parties. So for weddings, we would supply decor and styling. So we would do things like your table plans and um, your centerpieces um, uh, church styling. Um, we do larger prop hire. Um, yeah, we do kind of anything that you need, like that you request, we'll do it if we're able to get it for you. Um, we then for parties, we would do like obviously all events. So like your christenings, baby showers and um, Debs, then birthdays. Um, and we do balloons, banners. We do personalized floral hoops and balloon hoops. Um, we do. What else do we do? We do uh, sweet tables, donut walls. Um, and then again, like larger props, if you wanted them for parties and um, flower art, just stuff like that. Uh, we cover all sort of themes and color schemes. So like if we don't have it in stock and it's 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 like I'm able to get it for you, I will. Um, so I always try and just like tailor it to each kind of party that we do. Um, yeah, and that's what I'm doing at the minute. So I love the whole kind of backstory of it kind of started off from like your wedding and how you maybe felt inspired by what was going on in your life. And it kind of brought you on like your own little creative journey. And did you find that you were able to pick it up really easily or like, like, do you have any background in maybe arts and crafts or did you just find yourself just doing it without maybe even realizing you were, I guess? Yeah, like I've always been creative. I think the whole hairdresser in me like has always made me creative. So like even when I was younger, like if there was something like that I wanted and I couldn't find it, say like clothes wise or whatever, if I wanted it and I couldn't find it, I try and make it myself. Now not going down the roads like sewn or making my own clothes, but just adding little bits like, you know, if I bought a dress and it was really plain and I wanted to like jazz it up a bit, I would be that person who would like sew on buttons or glue on bits here and there. Like so I always try and make things personal and just a little bit different. I like the whole alternative thing and um, so I think that kind of helped and I would be a very visual person as well like I visualize things and other people just don't get it they don't see it and that's where I found myself with me wedding like when I was like I wanted to look a certain way trying to explain it to people people were just kind of like yeah I knew they were like you know smiling and nodding at me but really they were like I don't really know what she's talking about and why is that such a big thing to her but for me I just feel like a wedding should reflect the couple and their personal tastes and what they are. And them as a couple, you should walk into a room and think like, oh, this is, you know, Mary and John's wedding or this is like Amy and Tom's wedding or, oh God, yeah, I know that they love music, so they've incorporated music or I know that they love books, so they've incorporated books. So that was where I was kind of coming from. I was just like, you know, the generic stuff that hotels provide and that people have for their weddings is lovely and there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Like, you know, it, it, it's just, for me personally, I was like, no, I just want something that little bit different. Um, and I just wanted to kind of represent me and my husband's, like, and my whole kind of team for my wedding um, down to my dress and like my headpiece and my um, my makeup and stuff. It was all kind of vintage inspired. Like on day to day, I wouldn't, you know, be going around in, in vintage clothes or anything like that. But I just loved that whole look and that whole feel. So that's kind of where I had always kind of seen myself, I suppose, as a bride. Like and the same, my husband, like he'd be a little bit different. Um, so that's why I did it then. And then I suppose when I started, I kind of to be perfectly honest, when I started, I was kind of winging it. I was a little bit like, you know, I like what I like, but I don't necessarily know that everybody else likes that. 
Um, but then you just kind of learn as you go and you know you do you make mistakes along the way but thank god fortunately to this day I haven't made any big mistakes or hasn't been any big boo-boos like everything I've done people have been happy with it and I've only ever got good feedback and I think I just because I was that bride and I knew exactly what I wanted when a bride rings me or gets in contact with me and I do the initial um like consultation with her and you know she, sometimes people are nearly embarrassed to say to you like you know I, I want like you know candles in this particular place and I want flowers in this particular place and if they were to say that to maybe I don't know, like a wedding planner in a hotel, um, they might be a bit like, okay, well, you know, we'll see what we can do, but is that really important? But because I was that bride and I suppose there's just me and I'm only focusing on the decor of their wedding day, then I, I get it. Like I understand it. And I never think that, you know, I never go, oh God, like, you know, does that really matter? It does matter. All them little things add up to the big thing, like, you know, which is important. So I think like the the creativity, I suppose, like, it's there but I think things like that understanding and getting where brides are coming from like I don't think that can be taught I think that's just kind of in you or it's not sort of thing yeah totally it's like it's like you're bred for it really because like you were saying you were doing hairdressing and that's quite creative and then you were saying there as well you had visions and you can see the visions that you want to bring to life and I think you were saying as well about you know, making it a wedding for whoever that may be and adding those little pockets of comfort that represent them is is really important. And I think something like that can't actually be taught, really, can it? So I think you're able to, I guess, articulate that to people in a way of which you can relate to them because you found yourself in a situation where you felt something was missing and you just wanted to make it as special as you possibly could. Do you find yeah. that with your kind of creative visions or kind of like I've seen your setups um at the girl squad event that we've done recently um and it's pretty incredible what is the kind of the whole process around all of that does it take a lot of planning Aoife because you do put so much work into your your projects no matter if it's a party or if it's like donut world you put so much heart into it what is the process behind all of that? Is it is it stressful at times? Um, a hundred percent, like a hundred percent. Like the day I saw you at the girl squad, I was under severe pressure that day because I had the girl squad event, and then I actually ended up having an event after it, which I didn't have planned when I originally um said I did the girl squad. So yeah, no, it is. It's look, it's not all glamour, and sometimes I feel like the hardest part of business is the the kind of nearly sometimes you have to justify yourself to people um, when when they're booking you. Like sometimes some people really appreciate what you do um, and they will instantly like see it and book it and be like, yes, and this girl does great work. Other people will look at it and go, I can do that. It's a few balloons and it's a few sweets in a jar. And that's perfectly fine. Everybody's entitled to their own opinion. And then people, if they want to do it themselves, then, you know, I respect that and do it yourself. And, you know, there's, that's fine. Like, but the things that people don't see the behind the scenes, like, you know, it's, it's a lot, like it is a lot. There's times where I'm busy, like, and there's busy seasons and like, you know, last year, like I got quite busy with parties and like just things like, you know, Doing balloons, like, it's not just as simple as, like, you know, just going in and blowing a few balloons. Like, I had, like, a party there a while ago, and I think I did 21 bunches of balloons. Like, I was in the room, like, in my work room for a good, 
three hours like you have to prepare everything and you have to make sure you know that everything's okay and you have to do it all and it's all little jobs like you know um, and then you have to pack everything up you have to get everything into the car then you have to get it there and like balloons are they just break my heart I love them but they break my heart like because if it's too hot they'll burst if it's too cold the helium ones will deflate a little bit and then you get there and then you have to wait for them to nearly like refill a little bit and you're having like panic stations going oh my god and I only ever want to kind of provide the highest quality of stuff I never want someone to walk in and be disappointed and like I said touch wood thank god I haven't had that yet um, and I just want to keep that up like I want to be known for being good quality and good quality stuff and always kind of providing a good service Um. Like, so yeah, it is like the party side, it, it, there's a, there is a lot of prep, like, um, and then wedding side, there's an awful lot of prep to wedding side. Like I could start, if somebody booked a wedding, say if I have a wedding in June, I will, I could start preparing for that wedding, like maybe in April. Um, and then depending how I suppose, like far, um, say if a bride books in September and her wedding is in the following June then like depending on what she wants sometimes if I have to source something I could even start like in the January it just depends but like I will if I have a wedding um whatever that person wants I will mock up at home so I have my stock room and I've all my stock in my stock room and obviously I can't bring everything with me when I'm going to um a venue or doing a job so whatever they want I will mock it up I will make sure it looks right and I will you know it could take it could look sometimes it just comes together and it works and I'm like yes this is good and the creative juices are flowing and I'm having a good day like so that'll kind of work and I could get it done in like maybe three hours sometimes it could go on for three days like um, and then I have to pack all that up and then obviously that all has to be put in the car then when I get there like there's only me there's nobody else like there's just me like I, I do everything so I'm the driver I'm the lugger of all the boxes I'm the filler of the car I empty the car, I set everything up um, and then like I will go back then the next day and I will take everything away and then I come home and then it's starting to stock and putting it away as well. So it is, it's constant, like it is constant and there's times where I could be on my phone answering emails till half 11 at night sometimes, like if I wake up and it's first thing I do in the morning, you know, so there is a lot, but I still do it. So sometimes when I do get a little bit overwhelmed and I go, oh God, like this is so busy and, and what am I doing? And, you know, I wish that I could just kind of slow it down or whatever. I kind of just have to take a breath and go, look, if you were the other way or this never happened, like, you know, you wouldn't be happy and you'd be kind of thinking, oh God, I wish I was doing this. I wish I was doing that. So even in the stress times or in the times where I'm like, oh God, it's never got too much that I've been like, I don't want to be doing this. I kind of, I thrive off the stress of it, even though sometimes I might complain about it. Like, you know. I think that's like a creative person. I think most creative people have that issue where we do kind of thrive off of the stress because we know that that finished result will mean so much to us when we see it. Mm. And I think you mm. saying there as well that people who, you know, maybe try book you and then they end up doing it themselves or just anybody who maybe looks at people like you who are party planners and you you do a lot more than party planning. You put a lot of heart into your your stuff that it is yeah. more than just a couple of balloons and lights and jars. There's a whole, I guess, structure to it behind the scenes. And it doesn't just magically, like you said, you have to go and like put it up and then take it down. So it doesn't just magically get there either. So 
I think as much as the finished result is probably as satisfying for you, I'm pretty sure when you're packing that stuff up, you kind of finally feel you've just completed that project, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%, like, and it's just, yeah, and I think as well, like, for me, because, like, you know, even though there is only me, that's kind of the way I want it to be honest, because, like, I feel like because there's only me and anyone who books with me only ever deals with me, you know, so they don't give all these ideas to somebody, like, say, myself, and then on the day I send somebody else who works for me and they haven't had them conversations or they haven't exchanged 10 emails with, like, 40 pictures from Pinterest for things that people want you know and then they just go on the day and go oh yeah okay it doesn't work like that you know so I kind of nearly get to know the people as such like you know like I do sometimes and I think like I just I've had all them occasions so you know I've turned 21 and I christened me son and I got married and I had me Debs and I had me 24th and I get it last week uh, or no sorry not last week probably last month I had a lady who booked um a party for her daughter who was going away so her daughter was moving to Canada so she got in touch with me and she said to me she's moving to Canada and we're having a going away party so I just want to get some balloons banners and nice tablecloths and if you can do up a balloon hoop for me and I was like yeah no problem and then she got back in touch again she said I've just been informed by her boyfriend that he's actually going to propose to her on the night but nobody knows and I was like oh my god she said so can you also do up like you know she said yes or you know whatever um for the engagement and I was like yeah of course and then she was like if you can do up another second hoop as well so I said no problem at all so it was all kind of you know on the down low like we were doing all these little she was like you know I'll, I'll meet you and pay you deposit and then you know we were having all these messages and stuff and I kept just thinking you know your daughter will never look at your Instagram will she like your message and she said, no like so but like I then kind of nearly built a relationship with that woman like for the few times that we spoke but then I felt so involved in the party like on the night then, you know, I went and I set up the room for the, the good luck party, like, and I had all the other balloons. Um, I spoke to the barman in the bar and I, I explained to him, I said, nobody knows that he's going to propose. So we need to put these balloons somewhere, like, you know, and we brought them upstairs and we had everything. And, you know, then I when I finished, I left and I rang the lady and I just said, look, I'm just ringing you to let you know everything is up. All the rest of the stuff is upstairs. And she was like, oh, thanks a million. She was so grateful. But I, I was like, you know, God, like nearly waiting for her to put pictures up on Instagram of the daughter, like after being proposed, because I felt like I knew them and I was part of it nearly, you know, and she did. Then she sent me messages like she inboxed them privately to me to show me like the, the pictures of them and like, you know, the moment where they where he proposed. And I felt so involved and I was just like, oh, God, you know, and even now, like if I ever post stuff on Instagram, she will always comment on it you know and then I've had other people who like I um did decor for a lady for her wedding and then her sister got in contact with me about a year or a little bit more later asking me could I do decor for her baby shower because she was pregnant the lady who I'd done for her wedding which is so lovely like because you're just you're a part of these people's like massive special occasions like you know and they kind of choose you to be part of it and it does kind of make you feel a little bit honored like because you're like you know, you see the they're, they're all happy occasions and they're all good times like and, you know, I always just treat them like they're my own and I'm like, oh, God, you know, it's just such a nice feeling like so that part of it is I have to say it is a great feeling like to to be in a business that's always with such happy occasions and that like, you know, you get to be part of it. Yeah, I love that because I know for me as well with 
photography I'd be very very similar to you in which I would do I've done a wedding I've done you know the big events like a Debs a 24 a Tortia and so forth and going away parties and you do feel really connected to the people that's there because yeah. you're in constant communication with them and then when you get there they're so grateful for you and then when they see the finished result they're even more grateful and you're kind of yeah. you're proud of them on their big night because you feel so connected to them and I think when you get that feeling it takes away all the worry and the stress around it because it's it's it is worth it because for people like us yeah. who are creative beings we don't feed off of other people's approval we feed off of that connection and that willingness to help other fe- people feel amazing on their special day and whether that's you doing balloons and all your incredible stuff or whether that's somebody else making them a cake those little bits that of pieces such as like decor cakes photos they're the little things that they'll treasure for the rest of their life they're the memories that they're making and you get to be a part of that and I think that that in itself is one of the most amazing positives when it comes to all kind of creative kind of endeavors and stuff like that and do you do you have a a proudest moment maybe like an event that you you really connected to when you were just so proud of any event at all um, do you know what? Actually, I was asked, which I which I really was like happy about. Like, um, I suppose I just to before like I like to tell you what it was about. Like, I just find being a business owner sometimes on your own can be it can be quite lonely. Like, you know, because it's just you on your own. Um, so and like I live in it, I live in Navan, like, and it's it's a big enough town, like, but there's loads of amazing business women in this town, like, whether it be they provide a service or they provide a product or they have like you know there's beauticians, hairdressers, um, there's cafe owners, there's loads of them, like, and starting off, I was very much like, I suppose I always kind of not suffer but I always have that whole imposter syndrome so I'm always like you know I look at other business women around the town or wherever and I always think they they have they know what they're doing like you know they kind of yeah I want to be like them when I grow up sort of thing like um and I would always think like oh god no like you know I'm not there yet or whatever like um so I kind of I suppose I nearly always felt like I was nearly on the outside of the circle of like say business women and I didn't really belong to the circle of business women as such like um and then like and that was just me that wasn't anybody making me feel like that that was just me making myself feel like that um but um a lady here in Navan she owns uh beauticians skin and body works Andrea she um got in contact with me well I got in contact with her actually she was um doing it like a, a Christmas night for all her clients um, and it was quite a big event, like, um, and she, I got in contact with her to see, did she have any more space for her, say, any, she had a, a couple of stands around the room with other business owners. And I got in contact to see, did she have any spaces? And she said, no, she said, but I do need help with decor. So I said, grand. So I, I popped down and we had a chat and then I put a package together for her. And I said to her, um, you know, this is the package, whatever. And she was delighted with it. And she said, yeah, go ahead. So on the day I went in, she had it in a hotel here in Navin. And I think there was about 80 people, 70, 80 people there, I think. Um, so I went and I did like little, um, it was obviously Christmas themed, but she didn't want it like over the top Christmas. So she just wanted little hints of Christmas here or there. So like that instantly, I got what she was saying. I knew that she wanted Christmas, but I knew that she didn't want like baubles and glitter and tinsel everywhere. 
Um, so we just gave a little nudge to Christmas kind of. So I did little um, centerpieces for her. I have some lovely um, light up willow trees. We put them up and I did the flower arch for her and with a fairy light backdrop and I did her a personalized floral hoop and um, so like I went down on the day and it was a big event like um, and it was obviously in my town here um, and I I was there for oh god good that was a good couple of hours now setting up that one um, but then I went back that evening like and you know I, I lit all my candles and turned all on my lights and stuff like that but like to be part of that was great because there was so many business women in the room that I actually didn't realize that I knew as many as I did. So there was like women there who were like from all different. There was a photographer that I know. There was a, a bookkeeper that I know. There was actually the lady who um, I done my start your own business course with through the Leo office here in Avon. She was there um, there was loads of different people there. But like I was surprised at how many people I actually knew and how many people approached me and were like, oh, hi, Ethan. You know, you did the decor. And I was like, yeah. And. You know, it was just a real like, oh, God, like I kind of belong. I had that feeling of I belong. And everybody commented on how well the room looked. And everyone was like, aren't the tables lovely? And I was like, oh, yeah, I did them. They're like, did you? I said, yeah, I did. And, you know, an old client from a hairdresser I worked in was there and she came over to me. And when I told her I was like leaving hairdressing and I was doing my own business, she was a little bit, I suppose, hesitant. But look, everybody's different, like I said before. But, she, you know, she was a little bit, oh, really? Is that what you're going to do? Like, and, you know, and I was like, yeah. And then she was there and I was speaking to her and she was like, doesn't the room look lovely? And I love these little centerpieces. I said, I did them. You know, and she was, oh, did you? I said, yeah. I said, remember I told her I was starting a business? Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's not like that. I needed to get that gratification from other people. It was just that kind of feeling of belonging. And then everybody commenting on it and being able to say, yeah, I done that. And it's that powerful feeling, isn't it? That people actually recognize the work that you've put in, especially yeah. We have those days when we doubt, like you were saying there, but do people even see what we do? And I know with Instagram, it's Instagram is an incredible, incredible platform, especially for young businesses and businesses starting out and developed businesses like yours. But there is those pockets in which some things just don't show up on somebody's Instagram feed due to the way everything else goes on over there. But those people come yeah. to you and saying to you, look, I follow you on Instagram and, you know, you're in a room full of amazing, powerful women who are in the business industry. And yes, they're all drawn to you. And it goes to show you that you're powerful and you're a business. Yeah. And just because their business might be the complete opposite side of the kind to yours, it's no different. You're both business women. And yeah. The, the fact that I was in your town where you're from, that must have been such a proud moment for you and for your career to date. Yeah, no, 100%, because it's like I did find at the start, like I was getting a lot of people, like obviously from outside of where I live, like, you know, and people just weren't really... I suppose people just weren't really aware that like Aoife's occasions kind of existed as such. Um, so then for that to happen, like, and then you know, for to be in a room like that and then for people to be like, oh, yeah, how's he going and how's the business going? And you're like, oh, they do know that I exist and they know that I'm here. Like, and I think sometimes people just need to, I need to, I think they need to physically see stuff before they kind of, it nearly registers with their brain, if that makes sense. Like, it's, it's very easy to forget sometimes as well. I think that, you know, there is a person behind the account on Instagram and there is a person that like sits there and, you know, again, like you learn with everything, but like, geez, when I started, like I used to spend hours, hours on social media and hours like, 
you know, kind of making sure I had the right content or does that sound okay? And constantly trying to get that good balance between keeping it personal and keeping it kind of professional because I think it is good for people to see the personal side of it as well. Um, and, you know, there is going to be times, like the nature of my business, like there is times where you're not busy and you don't have like content to be putting up and you're thinking, oh God, like, and then you're like, oh, I don't want to be sharing what I'm having for my lunch or, you know, silly things. Like, but then I think you just kind of have to just forget, not forget about it, but kind of like not let it kind of consume you so much sometimes. Like, you know, that's Yeah, sort of you way. have to have that balance, don't you? Of, you know, when it's an off season and you're out of season, take that time instead to reflect on what, what's to come and kind of get a little bit more creative and I guess like put your ideas out there a little bit more and if that means that on Instagram you know you don't post so regularly then that's okay because in terms of your career you're still making moves and you're still doing what's best for you and I think Instagram can be a place where we do become so trapped by what we post because we fear that we won't grow on it and we won't we won't gain that audience but I know for a lot of creative people for myself and I know other people a lot of our kind of work or recommendations comes from word of mouth it doesn't come from social media now I'm sure a lot of yours yeah no I'm sure a lot of yours does now as well certain parts of it probably does come from Instagram I know for photography some of mine would definitely come from Facebook but it it is personally most occasions I've ever done and I've ever been a part of was was word of mouth so we do put so much pressure on ourselves to constantly have content when we could sometimes put that direction of focus into creating and growing I guess and I think during say coronavirus that we're currently going through now so many people are diving into I have to do this and I have to do that and they're on Instagram so much and they're on Facebook but sometimes it's about just taking a deep breath and figuring out where you're going and do you find now with everything going on do you have more space to figure out where you want to go in terms of Aoife's occasions have you any projects that you want to work on um, or any pro- big projects coming up obviously when all of this passes that I guess is creating focus for you moving forward yeah I just like I suppose when this all kind of forced started to happen I, I like I generally would be a panicker I suppose um, and I would be very like I want everything done yesterday you know I just I want I want it to happen like now and I've that's been a big part of learning for me as well, business-wise, because when I first started, I was very like, oh, no, it, it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Like, and why isn't this happening? Why isn't that happening? And and then I just kind of had to go, no, hold on. You know, it'll happen when it'll happen. And I would, like, you know, look at other people's Instagram feeds and be like, how come they're so busy and I'm not busy and my stuff is as good as theirs? And, you know, and then I was just like, no, because, you know, they maybe have five years on you. Like, I'm only in business like two and a bit years. So you need to just let it grow, like, and let it grow organically. Like, um, so when this all happened, I suppose it was good that I had already kind of started to have that frame of mind of, you know, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. Um, so, to be perfectly honest, when it all started, the first kind of week or so, I just totally switched off from business. I literally just 
switched off. Like I had communions and confirmations booked in and I knew straight away that they were going to be postponed or possibly cancelled. Um, so I got in contact with them um, before they announced anything just to see. And I told them if there was any changes, obviously get in contact with me. So they did. And that was fine. I said, look, we'll postpone it. Um, and then wedding wise, like all my weddings are kind of later in the year. Um, so I didn't panic too much about them at the moment. Um, when it started, like I kind of was like, okay, like I said, I gave my time, I gave myself time to kind of digest everything that was going on and to kind of just process it instead of just like aimlessly and randomly just posts and stuff like, you know, and I just kind of thought people's priorities have changed and I kind of, I didn't address it, I suppose. And then I just felt like I needed to address it. So I just did a very short little story. I just addressed it to kind of let people know. I made a decision like, you know, it's still a business at the end of the day. And like my Instagram page is is my business page. And, you know, I kind of just, I did a story. I just said, I understand that people's um, like priorities have changed that there's a lot going on now that people aren't thinking about events but at the same time I need to kind of keep up the whole business side of the business because if I don't I won't have a business after this pandemic when everything kind of you know goes back to normal I'll probably just focus on the weddings that I do have coming up and you know nobody knows for definite what's going to happen I'm hoping for them brides that they do go ahead that they're late enough in the year that everything will have settled down and they'll be able to have their weddings and um, so yeah what I'll do is I'll just sit down I'll kind of get the diaries out, get the notes out and work on what I need and what I have and what the people are looking for um, and how best I can kind of deliver their, I suppose, um, their ideas for them and bring them to life for them. Um, and that's kind of where I would be um, at the moment because, like I said, I suppose, because I'm a service and I'm not a product it's kind of a little bit different, you know, because I don't I don't have anything that I can be kind of still, I suppose, like advertising. Like I know I still I still kind of um, I'm still offering a service to people. But like I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like, no, I just I'm kind of just keeping it a bit mellow on the whole business side at the minute because I know it will come and I know things will go back to normal and you know, it'll take time for everybody, but it will happen. Like, so I'm just trying to keep that sort of frame of mind and not panicking and not trying to push and not going where, where can I, where can I pull business from? And, you know, because it's kind of, this is bigger than that. In between then, is there any tips that you can give to anybody who, who maybe is in a situation where they want to take that leap? did back for your wedding and they want to dive into doing occasions or crafts or I guess any of the kind of whole planning around props have you any tips for anybody that maybe want to take that dive into it and is passionate about it my first tip would be go for it like really just go for it like when I started I was just like oh god and then you know I was I was lucky enough to have like a very supportive husband and dad like and they were like just go for it and what's the worst that will happen you do it and it doesn't work and I still have that attitude now like two and a half years in I'm like if this ever just doesn't work and I have to stop doing it at least I can say I tried so I always think just go for it and like start small like what I did in my first year was I did a lot of freebies like I did a lot of freebies for a lot of friends so like if I had a friend and their mom was turning 60 I said I'll do the balloons and I did the balloons for them I had a friend and her daughter turned 18 so I did balloons I did a donut wall 
um, and I did like a little picture collage thing for her say um, just to kind of do it and then to say oh yeah that's what I do um, yeah I did I did a lot of freebies um, just to kind of I suppose build my own confidence um, and get my name out there with people another thing as well like if you are buying any craft supplies always just try and buy from other small local businesses like to you know support them as well I always think that's really important like I always try and buy um, as local as I possibly yeah, can yeah I think like. that's really important to support local businesses because they can give back to you as well I guess in terms of you're working yeah. with them constantly you're building up that relationship and if you're starting off you don't want to be going out and spending thousands upon thousands on material that you're not 100% sure yet how to use it so start with the basics and turn to your community and turn yeah. to even like household crafts that you have at home if you're someone who wants to get into fabrics and stuff like that is there any like I know you do your balloon arches you do your your donut wall is there any specific creation that would be your favorite to make that you get I guess the most enjoyment out of doing because maybe it, it helps you release stress that helps you calm down I'd probably say the floral hoops I love doing them I really enjoy them and I would do them all the time I would make them all the time and the same with the the um wreaths at Christmas like um I think when you just start and you have all these materials and you're like right how is this going to come together and then it does come together and you see the finished product you're like oh god I made that like you know and and then when you give it to the customer and they're just so delighted with it like and they're like oh my god I can't believe how nice it is and you're like yeah I did that like you know and it was my creativity and me being a visual person was able to put that together and know where to place them things and how it would look at the end I really enjoy doing them I would do them all the time like yeah totally and I think as well when you put yourself into the project you kind of get the final result and you're happy with it where can people I guess contact you if they were to book you or wanted to book you obviously when all of this ends and going into the future if they have any events where can they get in touch with you to book you for all your amazing work okay so I find I have obviously um I have Instagram Facebook and I have a website as well um so you'll find me on social media platforms so Instagram at Zifa's Occasions Facebook is Aoife's Occasions and then my website is www.aoife'sOccasions.com Aoife, when people come on to the podcast, I always ask the question, what does comfort mean to you? Comfort to me means, my comfort is being at home on my couch with my husband and my son. My comfort is just them, like as an entity if that makes sense when I'm with them that's when I feel comfort like I love that that's amazing and now is no better time to embrace that sure it's not with everybody being home and everything going on in the world that's it yeah a, a couple of people have said to me like oh how are you because my husband's working from home like and I'm obviously here as well all the time um, and a couple of my friends have been giving out about their other halves and stuff. And a couple of people said to me, how are you getting on? Like, he's killing each other. And I'm like, no, I'm like, I don't know if there's something wrong with us that we're not killing each other. Well, so far, we're not killing each other. We're all right. Like, so long may it last. 
<laughs> I wish you the best with it. Um, but I do just want to say a massive thank you to you for coming on, especially during everything going on. And I know you have a little boy at home, so your house is probably a bit manic this time with your husband working from home too. Um, and just for being a part of this and sharing your story, because there's so many people out there who love crafts and who love kind of the party planning element of things. And I know I do when the people that follow my content and your work is like no other. And to hear that you started that off after doing healthcare and hairdressing is just absolutely amazing and I wish you nothing but the best to look going forward and with any of your events that will continue in the end of 2020 and I hope that you you have so much more success and maybe one day your business can grow and grow so much that you have your own little team there helping you along the way that's the dream anyway that is the dream but thank you so much for having me and for asking me to be part of um your podcast i really enjoyed it a massive thank you to Eva for sitting down with us over here on the comfort corner podcast I hope you can see how much of an incredibly bubbly and creative being she is. I have no doubt that in years to come, Aoife's business will continue to thrive. If you or somebody you love has an event coming up and you need somebody to be on your side to exceed all your expectations, then I've no doubt that Aoife is the woman for you. So if you would like to book in with Aoife, I'm sure she would love nothing more than to hear from you. So check out the show notes for her details. Aoife, thank you once again for being a part of this podcast. I have no doubt you've inspired so many people who maybe want to start their own business or want to start off in crafts and just don't know where to begin. Thank you also to you, the podcast listeners, for joining me and Aoife on this week's episode. I hope you have an incredible week. I have been your host, Amy, and you can keep up to date with me between podcast episodes over on my Instagram, which is Amy's Blogs and Vlogs. But until next time, thank you so much for joining me on the Comfort Corner podcast. Mm-hmm.